0: Ashley Brock reading Nora Roberts' book, in her Harbor, chapter 19. So he'd been a little hard on her, Philip told himself. Maybe he felt that she could have told him immediately that Gloria had contacted her. Party or no party. She could have taken him aside and filled him in, but he shouldn't have jumped all over her and then walked out. Still, in his own defense, he felt raw and annoyed and unsettled. He spent the first part of the night worried about her, and then the second part worried about himself. Was he supposed to be happy that she wormed her way through his defenses? Was he supposed to jump for joy that in a matter of weeks she managed to drill a hole in the highly polished shield he managed to be so expert he maintained so expertly for over thirty years? He didn't think so, but he was willing to admit that he hadn't behaved well. He was even willing to offer a peace token in the form of vintage champagne and long stem roses. He packed the basket himself, two bottles of Dom. Well chilled two crystal suits. He wasn't about to insult that brilliant French monk with hotel glasses, the burglar he crafted Lee hidden for such an occasion, instead of an inside an empty carton of plain low fat yogurt, knowing that no one in his family would touch it, he made the toast points himself and had selected both the plush pink roses and the vase with care. He thought she might be a tad Resisted to the visit, and never hurt to pave the way with champagne and flowers. And since he intended to do a little worm in himself, so they couldn't hurt. He was going to loosen her up. He decided to talk to her and more, get her talking. He wasn't leaving, so he had a clearer view on just who Sibyl Griffin was. He rapped cheerfully on her door. That was going to be his approach. Casual cheer. Shot a quick, charming smile at the people. when of her footsteps saw the vague telltale sigh Telltale shadow. He stood as the footsteps receded. Okay, maybe more than a tad resisted he included and knocked again. Come on, Seville, I know you're there. I want to talk to you. Silence. He discovered it didn't have to be empty. It could be crowded with ice. Okay, fine, he thought. Scrawling at the door. you wanted to do it the hard way. He set the basket beside the door and marched back down the hall to the fire stairs and started down. For what he had in mind was wiser not to be seen through the water. Dicked her off the goat, didn't get red out he down the steps, surprising Christ Almighty. But next time, why don't you just shoot me in the head? It'll be less embarrassing than to die of a heart attack at my age. Her heart's strong enough, so she's not speaking to you. She'll talk to me. She'll see believe with bubbly, he kicked a thumb behind. It works. The flowers are a good touch. I like usually get around your mother with flowers quicker if I grab I'm not grabbing on that he was perfect. it was just it was my fault it's never just as much their fault But he said well, the sooner you accept that the sooner you'll get make up sex Jesus Dad. he only rubbed a hand over his face. I'm not going to talk to you about sex why not wouldn't be the first time he sighed it. they came to the ground level same as me your mother and I talked to you plenty and talked to you straight about sex gave me first condoms that was then filled the my Got the hang of it now. <laughs> That'll ripple blood. I bet you do. But then again, sex isn't the prime motive here. It's always a motive. Yeah, we're We can't help it. Lady up there, she's got you worried, though. Because it's not just about sex, it's about love. I'm not in love with her exactly. I'm just involved. Love always was a tough one for you. Race up down into the wind. Denied. The zipped up the frayed side line jacket he wore over When it comes to females, that is, anytime things start to head towards serious, you start moving fast and loose in the opposite direction. He granted Looks to me like you're moving straight ahead this time. She says and that noise tricked at the back of his neck as he walked on She's gonna be part of his life our lives I need to understand her. So that's part of it. But you he slapped her back this morning because you were scared played planted his feet, legs, red, rolled shoulders and he studied. Number one, I can't believe I'm standing here arguing with you. Number two, it occurs to me that you were a hell of a lot better at letting me run my own life when you were alive than you are as a dead man. Well, I've got what you call a broader point of view. I want you happy, Phil. I'm not going to move on until I'm sure the people who matter to me are happy. I'm ready to move on to so be with your mother. Have you? Did you? How is she? She's waiting for me. <laughs> that glow slipped over Ray's face in the door. And she's never been what you call the waiting type. I miss her so much. I know, so do I. She'd be flattered and annoyed, too, that under all of it, you've never been willing to settle for less than any kind of woman she was. Staggered because it was true and the secret that I kept carefully locked up. It's not that, not entirely that. Part of that, then, right now. You have to find your own wave fields and make your own. You're getting there. You did a fine job with we'll said today, so did she. He said, when he set up the light shining through Sibyl's bedroom window, you make a fine team even when you're pulling in different directions. That's because you both care more than you might understand. Did you know he was your grandson? No, not at first, he said. Now, when Gloria found me, she hit me with all of it at once. I never knew about her. I know we were shouting swearing. Accusing and demanding. Couldn't calm her down or make sense of it. Next thing I knew she'd gone to the dean with a story about how I molested her. She's a troubled young woman. She's a bitch. <laughs> only moved the children. You know, I'd known about her sooner. Well, last time I couldn't save the lawyer, but I could save to One look at him and I knew. So I paid her. Maybe that was wrong, but the boy needed me. It took me weeks to track down Barbara. All I wanted from her was confirmation. I wrote her three times. You can call Paris, but she wouldn't speak to me. I was still working on that when I had the accident. Stupid ignorant. <laughs> I let Gloria upset me. I was angry with her, myself, everything. Worried about Seth, about how the three of you would take it when I explained it all. <laughs> You're riding too fast, not paying attention. Well, we would have stood with you. I know that. I let myself forget it, and that was stupid too. Stella was gone, the three of you had your own life, and I let myself prove and forgot. You're standing with Seth now, and that's more important. And nearly there was Seville adding her voice to the permanent guard she given. She's adding more than a voice, and she'll add more yet. She's stronger than she gives herself credit for, than anyone gives credit for. In the swift changing mood, Ray chuckles time. She was. Like, I guess you're going up there. That's the plan. Never quite lost that unfortunate skill. Maybe this time that's a good thing. <laughs> that girl could do some surprises in her life. Ray, watch her step. You're not coming up, are you? no. Ray slapped Philip's shoulder and let on after that. Like, Something a father just doesn't need to sit. <laughs> Good, but since you make it easy for me, give me a boost up to the first time. they can't arrest my can, they? Cup. Ray cupped his hand, giving Philip's foot a helping push, and stood back to watch him make the clown. He watched and he smiled. I'm gonna miss you. He said quietly and then faded into the shadows. In the parlor, Sibyl concentrated fiercely on her work. She didn't give a damn if he had Petty, unreasonable she didn't give a damn. If it had been petty, unreasonable behavior to ignore Philip's knock. She had enough emotional uphill for one weekend, besides he'd given up quick enough, hadn't he? She listened to the wind rattle against the windows, set her teeth, and pounded the keyboard. The importance of inner, internal news appears to outweigh that of the external. While television, newspaper, and other information sources are readily available in a small community, as they are in large urban areas, the action and involvement of one's neighbors take precedent when the population is limited. Information is passed on with varying degrees of accuracy though word of, through word of mouth. Gossip is an accepted form of communication. The network is admirably quick and effective. Disdaining the presence of not hearing a private conversation in a public place is not as prevalent in the small community as in the large city. However, in transit areas such as hotels, disattending is still a constant and acceptable behavior pattern. I would conclude with the reason for this is the regular comings and goings of outsiders in this type of area. Overt attention is paid, however, in other areas such as her fingers broke, her mouth dropped open as she watched, Philip's ladder tear his door open and said What? Locks on these things are pathetic. He said he walked to the front door, opened it, picked up the basket and the vase of flowers he left there. I figured I could risk these. We don't get a lot of fever around here. You might want to add that to your notes. He said, he set the vase of roses on his desk. He climbed up the building. He could only stare at the room. He was a bitch, too. He opened the basket, took out the first while I could use your drink. How about you? You climbed up the building. We've <laughs> already established that. He opened the wine with an puff, muffled pop. You can't... Ooh, I suggested why. You... you just break in here. Open champagne. I just did. Poured two glasses and discovered it didn't do his ego any harm. However, keeping at it. I'm sorry about this morning, Bill. Smiling, he offered a glass of champagne. I was feeling pretty rough and I took it out on you. So you apologize by bringing it into my room. I didn't break anything besides you weren't going to open the door and the flowers wanted to be in here. So did I. Truth, he said and waited. He climbed out the building. Still couldn't get over it. No one had ever committed such a bold and foolish act for her. She stared at him into those golden angel eyes and felt herself sobbing. I have work. He grinned because he saw the yielding. I have baloney. Loga. Tap your fingers on the wrist. Rest of her keyboard. flowers, champagne, caviar. Do you usually come so well cooked when you break it in? Only when I want to apologize and throw missy, mercy on throw myself on the mercy of a beautiful woman. Got any mercy mercy of the spirits to spare, Sibyl. I suppose I might. I wasn't keeping Gloria's phone call from you, Philip. I know you weren't believe me, if I hadn't figured that out myself, Cam would have beaten it into my head this morning. Cam seems like he doesn't like me. You're wrong. He was worried about you. Can I persuade you to take a break from work? All right, we saved her file shut down the machine. I'm glad we're not angry with each other. And only cop we can say. I saw stuff this afternoon. So I hear. She accepted the wine and said, Did you and your brothers clean up the house? He gave her a paint and pitiful look. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to have nightmares as it is. <laughs> he took her hand. Let's talk about something less frightening. Says, so showed me the charcoal sketch of his boat that you he helped him with. He, he's really good. He catches on so quickly. Really listens. Pays attention. He's got a fine eye, for detail, and perspective. I saw the one he did in the house, too. Character <laughs> leaned forward for the bottle. Topped off one. They're <laughs> really good. Too. I'm surprised you didn't pursue art as a profession. I had lessons as a girl. Art, music, dance. I took a few courses in college. Desperate relief that they were no longer at, at all. She settled back and enjoyed her one. It wasn't anything serious. I've always known I'd go into psychology. Always. More or less. The arts aren't for people like me. Why? Question confused her. Well, it wasn't practical. Did you say you had a little guy in there? There he not. First step back. He simply had to go around. Mm-hmm. Took out the count container and the toast points. A glass. What instrument do you play? Piano. Yeah, yeah, me too. Children need want we'll to work up and do that. My parents love music. All of us play something. It's important that a child learn to appreciate music. Sure, it's fun. He spread a toast point. Offered it. Sometimes the five of us would kill a Saturday in the night playing it. Y'all played together? That was nice. I always hate to play in front of people. It's so easy to make a mistake. So what if you did? Nobody's going to cut off your finger for hitting a sore note. My mother would be mortified, and that would be worse than... She caught herself, frowned into her wine, started to set it aside, and we smoothly had mortified. My mother really loved... My mother really loved to play the piano. That's why I picked it up first. I wanted to share something with her specifically. I also love her. We all were. But for me, she was everything strong and right and kind about a woman. I wanted her to be proud of me. Whenever I saw that she was, whenever she told me she was, it was the most amazing feeling. Some people strive all their lives for their parents' approval and never come close to gaining their pride. <laughs> or something bitter and cold in her voice. She got it herself. i you can see what It's doing to my head. Deliberately, I grew her basket you among friends. Overindulgence in alcohol, even lovely alcohol, is an abuse. overindulging on a regular basis is an abuse, is there? Ever, ever been drunk to the... Of course not. You are due. He the best Tell me about the first time you tasted champagne. I don't remember... We were often served watered wine at dinner when we were children. It was important that we learned to appreciate the proper wines, how they were served, what to serve them with, the correct glass for red, the correct grass for wine. I could easily have coordinated a formal dinner party for twenty when I was twelve. Really? She laughed when let the wine me. It's important skill. Can you imagine the horror if one bungles the city or serves an inferior wine with the main course? An evening of ruins, reputations, and tatters. People expect a certain level of tandem at such a fair, but not a substandard Marlotte. You attended a lot of formal dinner parties? Yes, Cindy. First, several smaller, but you might serve practice ones with intimates of my parents so that I could be judged ready. When I was 16, my mother gave me a large import dinner for the French ambassador and his wife. That's my first official appearance. I was terrified. No, no, enough- no. Practice. Oh, I had plenty of practice, hours of instruction on protocol. I was just so painfully shy. (laughs) Were you? He remembered tucking her hair behind her. Score one for mother Crawford, he thought. So silly, but any time I had to face people that way, my stomach would seize up and my heart would pound so hard. I lived in terror that I would spill something, say something. I shouldn't nor have nothing to say at all. Did you tell your parents? Tell them what? That you were afraid. Oh, she made her hand at that as if it were the most absurd of questions, but picked up the bottle to me more champagne. What would be the point? I had to do what was expected of me. Why? What could have happened if you had didn't? Would they beat you, lock you in a closet? Of course not. They were monsters. They'd be disappointed. They disapproved. It was horrible when they looked at you that way. Tight lip, cold eyes, as if you were to defective it was easier just to go through it, and after a while, you learn how to deal with it. Reserved rather than participate, he said, well, I've made a good career out of it. Maybe I didn't fulfill my obligations by making an important marriage and giving a lifetime of those beastly dinner parties and raising a pair of well-bred, well-behaved well proper-bred children, he said with a rising heat. But I made good use of my education and a good career, which I'm certainly more suited for than the other. I'm out of one. Let's slow down a little. Wow, I see last bit Looked up the second bottle or so. We're my friends. I'm getting drunk, and I think I like it. What the hell? Well, I took the bottle from her, so open it's he wanted to dig under that proper and polished surface hers. Now that he was there, there was no point in backing off. But you were married once. He reminded her. I told you it didn't count. It was not an important marriage. It was an impulse, a small, a little tent out of rebellion. I made a poor rebel. Tea mm. wild champagne. Yes, sir. I? I was supposed to marry one of the sons of my father's associates from Britain. Which one? Oh, either. They were both quite acceptable, distant relatives of the Queen. My mother was quite determined to have her daughter associated by marriage with royalty. It would have been a triumph. Of course, I was only 14, so she had plenty of time to work out the plan, the timing. I wish she decided I could become engaged formally to one or the other when I was 18. Marriage at 20. First child at twenty-two, she had it all worked out. I didn't cooperate, I didn't get the chance. I might very well have cooperated. I found it very difficult to oppose her. She it over that for a moment and then washed it away with more champagne. But Gloria seduced them both at the same time in front of the parlor, in the front parlor, while my parents were attending the opera. I believe it was Gildini. Anyway, she made her hand again. Again, they came home, found the situation. There was quite a scene. I stuck downstairs and watched party They were naked. Not my parents, naturally. High on something, too. There was a lot of shouting, threatening, pleading. This from the Oxford Twins. Did I mention they were twins? No, you didn't. Identical. Blonde, pale, Latin, lantern, jaw. Gloria did give get two dams about them, of course. She did it, knowing they'd be caught, because my mother had chosen them for me. She hated me. Gloria, not my mother. But my mother didn't hate me. What happened? The twins twins were sent home in disgrace, and Gloria was punished, which led inevitably to her striking back by accusing my father's friend of seducing her, which led to another miserable scene and her finally running off. It was certainly less disruptive when her gone, but it gave my parents more time to concentrate on forging me. I used to wonder why they saw me as a creature and a child, why they couldn't love me, but then she settled back again. I'm not very lovable. No one's ever loved me. <laughs> Ankenfur, the woman and the child. He set his glasses aside and framed a question. gently. With you. you're wrong. With that. <laughs> no, I'm not. Her smile was more. I'm a professional. I know these things. My parents never loved me. Certainly Gloria didn't. The husband who didn't count didn't love me. It wasn't any one of those kindly, good-natured servants who read about in books who held me against her bosom and loved me no one ever bothered to pretend enough to use the word you on the other hand are very lovable she read her free hand up his chest i've never had sex when i'm drunk what do you suppose it's like so Bill, he caught her hand before she checked they underestimated and undervalued you should, shouldn't do the same for yourself hello she leaned forward, managed to nip his bottom lip my life's been a predictable bore until you the first time you kissed me, my mind just clicked off. No one ever did that to me. And when he touched me, so she brought her joined hand to her breast. My skin gets hot and my heart pounds and my insides get loose and liquid. hopped up the building, <laughs> her mouth runged over So her. brought me roses. You wanted me, didn't you? <sighs> There's a one of you, but not just. Take me. She let her head. Fall back so he could look into those wonderful eyes. I've never said that to a man before. Imagine that. Take me, Philip. Then the words were partly apart from just take me. The empty glass slipped out of her fingers as she wrapped her arms around him. Helpless to resist, he lowered her to the sofa and took. The dull ache behind her eyes, the more lively one dancing inside her temples, was no more than she deserved. Sibyl decided as she tried to. Rothbowl drowned both of them under the hot spray of the shower. She would never, as God was her witness, overdulge in any form of alcohol again. She only wished the aftermath of the drink. Her drink had resulted in memory loss as well as hangover, but she remembered much too clearly the way she rattled on about herself, the things she told Philip, humiliating private things, things she rarely even told herself. Now she had to face him to face him in the fact that in one short weekend she had wept in his arms and gave him both her body and her most carefully guarded secrets she had to face the fact that she was hopelessly and dangerously in love with him which was totally irrational of course the very fact that she believed she could have developed such strong feelings for him in such a short amount of time and association was precisely why those emotions were hopeless and dangerous oblivious Obviously she wasn't thinking clearly. This barrage of feelings that had tumbled into her so quickly made it all but impossible to maintain an objective distance and analyze. Once Seth was settled, once all the details were arranged, she would have to find the distance again. The simplest and most logical method was to begin with geographical distance and go back to New York. Undoubtedly she would come to her senses once she picked up the threads of her own life again slip back into a comfortable, familiar routine. However miserably dull that seemed just now, she took the time to brush her wet hair back from her face to carefully cream her skin, adjust the lapels of her robe. she couldn't quite take the full advantage of her breathing technique to compose herself, it was hardly any wonder. But with the drag of a drag on the hangover, but she stepped out of the bathroom with her features calmly arranged through into and parlor, where Philip was just pouring coffee from the room service tray. I thought you could use this. Yes, thank you. She carefully censored her gaze over so with the key champagne bottle and then scattered her clothing she'd been too drunk to pick up the night. Did you take it after? Yes, I'll be fine. Sat, she said it stiffly, accepted the cup of coffee and sat with the desperate care of an invalid. She knew she was pale. Hold on. She'd gotten a good look at herself in the steamy mirror. But she got a good look at Philip now wasn't pale at all, she noted, nor was he hollow-eyed. A lesser woman would despise him for it. As she sipped her coffee and studied him, he muddled, her muddled mind began to clear. How many times, she wondered, had he refilled her glass the night before? How many times had he refilled his own? It seemed to her there was a wide discrepancy between the two. Resentment began to stir. She watched him generously heap jam on a piece of toast, even though the thought of who had her shaking stomach with Hungry? He asked me to starve it, he took the lid off played with coming We should try to eat a little. She'd rather die. Sleep like, well? Yeah. And aren't we bright-eyed and chipper this morning? Caught the tone, slanted her cautious look. He wanted to take it slow, give her some time to recover before they discussed anything, but it appeared that she was recovering rapidly. He had a little more to drink than I did, he went. You got me drunk. It was delivery. You charmed your way in here and started pouring champagne into me. I hardly held your nose and poured it down your throat. You used an apology as an excuse. Her hands began to shake. So she slammed the coffee on the table. You must have known I'd be angry with you, and you thought you'd just ease your way into my bed with Don Perry on. The sex wasn't. The sex was your idea. He reminded her. I wanted to talk to you, and the fact is, I got more out of you after you were buzzed than I ever would have otherwise, so I loosened you up, and he damned if he was going to feel guilty of me, and you let me in. Loosen me up, she was forgetting, so to repeat, I wanted to know, I wanted to know who you are, I have a right to know, You. Nope. you did plan it, you planned to come in here to charm me the drinking just a little too much, so you could pry into my personal life, I care about you, you he told her, but she slapped his hands. With, no, I'm not stupid enough to fall for that again. I do care about you, and now I know more and understand more about you. What's wrong with that, Sabine? You tricked me. Maybe I did. He took his arms, took her arms, keeping a firm grip when she tried to pull back. Just hold on. You had a privileged, structured structure childhood. I didn't. You had advantages, servants, culture. I didn't. You think less of me because I was... Until I was 12, I ran the streets. No, but this has nothing to do with that. No one loved me either, you not until I was 12. So I know what it's like on both sides. You expect me to think less of you because you survived the cold? I'm not going to discuss it. It's not going to work anymore. Here's a motion for you, Sibyl. He brought his mouth down on hers, on her, dragging her into the kiss, into the swirl. Maybe I don't know what to do about it yet either. But it's there? You see my scars. They're right out there. Now I've seen yours. You was doing it again, making her weaken and want. She could rest her head on his shoulder, have his arms come around and hold her. She only had a ask there's no need to feel sorry for me. Oh baby. Gently this time he touched his lips. Yes there is. Now I'm higher which made you become in spite of it all. I was drinking too much. She's like well, I think my parents have cold and unfeeling. but I didn't ever tell you they loved you. She opened her mouth and sighed. You're something born this demonstrative family. Not he- not every family is like yours. Not every family shows their feelings and touches. And she trailed off, and the trace of panic, defense in her voice. For what? She wondered, really, for whom? No, neither of them ever said that to me, or to Gloria, as far as I know. And any decent therapist would conclude that their children. Reacted to this restrictive, overly formal, and demanding atmosphere by choosing different extremes. Gloria chose wild behavior as a bid for attention. I confirmed in a bid for approval. She equated sex with affection and her power and fantasized about being desired and forced by men and in authority, including her legal and her biological fathers. I avoided this intimacy and sex out of fear of failure and selected a field of study where I could simply observe behavior. Without risk of emotional involvement. Is that clear enough? The objective word, I'd say, is choose. She chose to hurt. You chose not to be hurt. That's accurate. But you haven't been able to keep it up. You're being hurt, you said. you being hurt with me. He said. I don't want to hurt you, Sibyl. Very likely. Too late to prevent that. She thought, but she gave it. Gave in enough to rest her head on her shoulder didn't have to ask for an to come around. Let's just see what happens next, she decided. End of chapter 19.